Jenny Detweiler, and I invite you to come and join me as we take a pause in our busy day and pursue soul care, as we allow our bodies to slow down and our minds to be renewed with goodness, truth, and hope. This is PRN. Pause. Renew. Next. Hi, friends. How's your day going? Let's slow it down for a minute, shall we? Sometimes our bodies take on the tensions of the day and we don't even know it. Check in with your body for a second. What's your posture? Where do you feel tension? Check from the tip of your toes all the way up to your forehead. Wherever you feel tightness, Take a minute to stretch and readjust. Now take a deep breath and exhale. That's better, isn't it? This week, I want to share with you a glimpse into an interaction I had with my youngest son. This school year, we are spending a lot of time in the car. I mean a lot of time. With four children, there are many drop-offs and pickups to be made. My youngest guy has recently found a new way to protest on our car rides, whatever he doesn't like. He unbuckles his seatbelt. He doesn't like the music his brothers chose. He unbuckles. He doesn't like that his brother's kicking the back of his chair. He unbuckles. Oh, the power a six-year-old can wield. His brothers tattle. I warn. I threaten to pull the car over. He has found a way to influence an entire vehicle at his own whim. Well, let's just say that we've tried a few different approaches at managing this behavior, but it is persisting. So this week, he tried it again and lost his screen time for the day. What he doesn't understand is that taking away his screen time actually punishes me too. I don't like doing it for obvious reasons. I'm sure you other parents can understand. But when afternoon came and screen time actually approached, my son started backpedaling. Please, Mom, is there anything I can do to earn it back? I started to say no, I was going to be resolved this time. But in that moment, I had another idea. Maybe what he really needed was a redo. I told him that he'd been having a hard time obeying, and if he could come with me and practice obeying successfully, then he could have his TV time back. We walked out to the car together, and I told him to sit in his seat while I sat down in the driver's seat. Then we shut all the doors. I turned around and explained the importance of wearing our seatbelts. I also explained that obeying mommy and the law is important for his own safety. Then he practiced obeying. I told him to put his seatbelt on, and he did. Then on command, he unbuckled it. Then we did it again, and a third time. Finally, I told him he had done a good job and that I expected he would buckle in next time we had to get in the car. Then he happily scurried off to screen time. This, in the world of connected parenting, is what we call a redo. We just don't always get things right the first time. We act out, we don't comply. Redos give kids a chance to try a behavior again with respect. It's a brilliant idea. The late and great Dr. Karen Purvis advocated for using redos often, especially when parenting children who come from hard places. Redos are incredibly helpful for learning because muscle memory 
trumps cognitive memory. Talking to kids just doesn't always work. Lectures go in one ear and out the other, but they don't make a behavior change. Going back through a behavior the correct way allows the body to act it out. It uses our muscles. It helps us make new neural pathways. Karen Purvis is one of my great heroes, but she wasn't the designer of Connected Parenting. Our Heavenly Father was. He is the best about giving us redos, isn't he? All throughout scripture, we can see God giving his children chances and second chances, redos and more redos. And then he sent his son Jesus to give us the ultimate redo. Jesus didn't come and lecture us. He touched humanity. He healed us. He lived with us. And for Simon Peter, who denied him three times before his death on the cross, Jesus gave him an exceptional redo. After his resurrection, Jesus asked Peter three times if he loved him. He got to redo his error and physically proclaim that he did, in fact, love his Savior. Then, Jesus entrusted him with a new calling, to feed his sheep. Sometimes, being told the right thing to do is not enough. We have to live it. We have to act it out, even our faith. We have to receive his grace and then experience it in our lives. I encourage you to take some time today to think about the redos the Lord has given you. Undeserved, but so beneficial for your life and your walk with Him. He's the best parent, isn't He? And now, as we move on to the next part of our day, a benediction. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. I'm Jenny Detweiler with PRN. Pause, renew, next. May you be encouraged on your journey with Jesus.